0: Life is for living.
1: You're tuned in to Not Now, Not Never, the podcast where we seek
0: perspective and not perfection. In this episode, we're diving into the realm of new year, new mindsets, new habits, where the good intentions get a makeover.
1: Well, Emily, here we are. Hello, hello. This is our second episode for the new year.
0: Yeah, let's kick
1: it off. Whoop, whoop. So I feel like I have just been so, what is the word, inspired lately about everything that people are kind of doing for the new year. I don't know if it's, I don't know if you've noticed this, but I've seen such a shift in people really wanting to focus on their new year's resolutions in terms of finance goals, health goals, just doing all this different stuff. And I've really been seeing people keeping up with with their stuff, whether it's on TikTok or in our friend group, what do you think about that? Have you been seeing the same thing?
0: Honestly, everyone I talk to, they're going through a roller coaster of emotions with their own. You you remember those rubber band balls? Yes. I feel like everyone's dealing with their own, and they're just trying to unravel it. But it's making sense because I feel like everyone's in this positive mindset. So yeah, I definitely feel it. I feel it myself. People are awakening to their senses.
1: No, totally. And maybe this is a marketing tactic on its own in the vein of trying to be positive and think positively and not think that, you know, everyone's out to get me. I've even been seeing this shift in influencers talking about, okay, this like foundation is really, really good, but don't run out. You don't need to run out and buy it. It's not a necessity. I've just seen so many different influencers like make comments like that. And it's definitely something I'm noticing.
0: Yes, me too. I like it. It just feels more human and less curated and overly saturated with the same thing. There was a moment where I'm not gonna lie. I was doom scrolling and I would just see the same exact content Of these people telling me to buy the same thing from either you know amazon and all these things and i i respect the hustle you know there's a difference i respect the hustle but it almost felt robotic i kind of liked following you for being you and now it just feels like a walking ad every time i scroll but i think just people want to share the truth whatever they're feeling they don't want to just show up and put up this front all the time.
1: No, absolutely. Absolutely. I've actually been seeing this phrase trending a lot that quiet luxury is out and loud budgeting is in, which as soon as I heard that, I was like, fuck yes. But what do you think about that? Like, what do you think about loud budgeting? What does that mean to you? I'd love to hear your thoughts.
0: I mean, I'm not a person, as you already know, I'm not a person who's a big spender when it comes to luxurious items. At most, the thing I invest in is my hair. Besides that, I was almost tempted to buy all these new things because it did make me feel luxurious. Yeah, I'm definitely not a
1: frugal gal I'm all about the luxury i'm very much i don't know i just i think maybe it's because i grew up watching real housewives and there was a famous opening line for one of the housewives and it was like you can't take it with you and i have been handing it out ever since money
0: wait but what do you mean you can't
1: take it with you so like you know you you can't bring whatever you have in your bank account and your casket with you you can't bring it to you in with you in death
0: very true that is very very true which
1: is why sometimes you gotta it's like a healthy balance of like frugality and fabulosity mm. yeah
0: call it that. No, but lately, but for now, I I need to really tone it down. (laughs) (laughs) Back to reality. Okay. No, yeah, I definitely think for me, it's important to go into the new year with that new mindset of how I want to set the tone financially.
1: Where do you even start in like deciding what you're finance goal is going to be for the year.
0: I know we've been having those chats of just talking about budget and spend. Mm-hmm. And what does it look like for this upcoming year? And so, you know, I typically will set some clear goals and I like to sort them up by priority. As you saw, emergency fund savings, vacation and future investments, you name it, that'll be, you know, taken into account. And then once I have all that outlined. Mm mm-hmm. I'll create a budget spreadsheet that reflects my income, um, my fixed expenses and my discretionary spending. But
1: yeah, I've been using that spreadsheet that you shared with me and it's been really helpful. So what are, are those like your tips? Like just like starting a budget, creating goals? Like,
0: Yeah. I mean, I think I won't say I track every dollar relentlessly once I establish that budget, but I think for me, the visual breakdown in the spreadsheet is what's the most helpful. Once I see that image, it's like ingrained in my brain. And I don't know, I just start seeing numbers differently and I'm a visual person. So (laughs) I don't know, every time I take out my card or I'm thinking of what I want to spend my money on, I'm going back to my budget and just that template of what I saw. And I just keep asking myself, is this necessary? What's just kind of making sense of it in that budget. Right. Um, But yeah, I think once you start seeing those numbers on a monthly basis, like comparing what you spent for the month versus your budget, that can humble you
1: real quick. I love that. I think that's important. No, when I was looking at the budget, I mean, granted, I was looking at December Mm -hmm. I wanted to see like, okay, like what did last month look like? So I can kind of level set, figure out where I'm landing. Mm -hmm. December was frightening. I was horrified. I spent so much on groceries and eating out. Like, how was I doing both? When did I find the time
0: to eat all of that food? Honestly, though, I also think groceries were inflated, at least the price, you know, because I think they assume people will be cooking more. I don't know. What do you think?
1: Well, I will say that I shop at Whole Foods and I always shop sale at Whole Foods and you get an extra discount if you're a prime member on
0: sale. Oh, well, you look at that. Well, okay, so yeah, share some more of your tips. What are, <laughs> what are some of your budgeting tips? Well, I'm super like
1: so like the Whole Foods sales come out every Wednesday. I always look at the app to see what's on sale that week and a lot of the time they actually are um, mirroring what's happening during that time. So like during New Year's, there was like a ton of caviar on sale, um, super deep sale too. Um, Caviar, um, champagne, you know, stuff like that. And then during Thanksgiving, turkeys were on sale. And they have all this stuff that's like really good quality, like organic farm-raised turkey. Hell yeah. Wrap it up. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Not to wrap it up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so every Wednesday, I go and look at the Whole Foods sale and see what, what they have. And then I won't buy everything, obviously. Like, I'll try to see, like, if there's, like, a couple of meals that I can figure out with what's on sale and then determine. Like I'm not just going to buy something just because it's on sale, but mm-hmm. if I can make like a well-rounded healthy meal with like the sale items, I'll go ahead and do that. And not just not trying every single TikTok recipe that I see. Don't even. It's always gonna call for all these different new ingredients. It's never as good. I mean it's always it's always fine. But I feel like it's never as good as the lady on the TikTok is like she her eyes are rolling through the back of her head. Come on,
0: come on. Is that then considered luxury? I guess it depends on who on who you who's asking, right? all relative. There's probably a good percentage, let's say seven out of 10 of those TikTok people that when they do make something, it might look really good, but it tastes horrible. And then they're spitting it out. It's
1: all for the TikTok. But yeah, so that's definitely one of my big things. And then I will shop around for things that I need. So Mm -hmm. I'm like needing, um, like, let's just say dishwasher detergent. I will look at Amazon, Target and My bodega because sometimes the bodega is a little bit cheaper, but sometimes it's not. So it just depends. But I'll look at everything before I make the purchase. Mm -hmm. And then Target, a lot of the time, I mean, this is definitely a slippery slope for sure. But you sometimes Target will do like if you spend $50 on like household supplies, you get the gift card. And if you absolutely need $50 worth of stuff. I feel like my stuff always runs out at the same time. The dishwasher detergent, the Tide Pods, the glass cleaner, like it always runs out at the same time. So I'm always going to be spending at least $50. So if I'm going to do it, I may as well get a gift card out of it.
0: I agree. I That's one of my life hacks. So I invested in the Target credit card. I got it in college because I was thinking that if shit hits the fan and for whatever reason I needed to be waiting for my next paycheck i want to depend on anyone and i need everything like say for instance i needed new panties or i needed a toothbrush or i needed makeup or hair products or literally uh you know bed linens all these things i figured i could get it in this one-stop shop and so i've had it now for almost 12 years And I have so many gift cards and just so many savings from like these deals that I get and like the weekly deals. So yeah, always check the sales, the deals, and take a look at that credit card only if you want to and can. It's a
1: delicate balance of like necessity. And are you going out of your way? Are you, you know, breaking your neck for some shit? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, of course, we can then bring Costco into the mix. And that's a whole nother beast. But to-
1: for sure. Oh my God, my parents are so funny. They did not know that they have been paying for a cost- an executive Costco membership. They were trying to think like, how long have we had this? Like, oh, well, Chanel lived by a Costco. And we thought that if she had access to it, we should keep the account open. I guess we just forgot about it. And I was like, I have not lived near Costco for about 13 years. But hey, I do. Costco trip. But yes, it is all a delicate balance, just trying to decide what makes sense for you, your budget, and just like your circumstances, all that kind of good stuff. But I think in addition to balancing being a baddie on a budget, what else are we investing in? I think it's important to invest in yourself and maybe not invest in things. Are you investing in yourself in any way in
0: 2024? Ow, ow, ow. I mean... I've been surrounded by people who are tapping into embracing like their old or new hobbies. Yes. And I've always been a hobby kind of girl. So I'm a video gamer. I, I love to draw. I love to color. I think now I'm realizing nothing's for free. It's very hard to find things for free. So I'm trying to find a hobby that also is going to teach me some sort of trait i'm also trying to embody so discipline for example i would love to commit to classes horseback riding classes or tennis classes but definitely trying to invest in those types of things for myself yeah i think they are kind of more of a a long-term investment I love
1: it. You know, it's nice to like have like a little sport that you can play because so many different places have like the tennis courts and all that kind of stuff. So I'm really excited for for that journey and what that looks like for you.
0: Yeah, yeah. And also want to try community gardening. So if anyone's interested, call me.
1: Oh, my friend actually works for a community garden. She like volunteers for them. She either works or she volunteers one of the two, but it's over in the Bronx.
0: Yes, let me know. I and that's exactly it. Sometimes I do want to volunteer. I want to just get more involved and just gaining more fulfillment outside of you know work and other things. You're like sparking so many different
1: conversation topics, like with this with hobby thing. Like I've I've been seeing everyone talking about 2024 is the year of the hobby. Have you seen girl hobbies? No. So there's been girl dinner, girl math, and now we have girl hobby. It's just like this thing that guys ask you specifically in like heterosexual like dating. Guys will ask you, oh, so like what are your hobbies? And I feel like so many girls are like, well, I go to the gym. I scroll i practice my makeup i just do all these i organize my house i go through my closet just like you know i don't know i feel like we do a lot of tasks we're task oriented kind of girls like we have lists of shows and movies we want to watch we have lists of chores we need to do on the around the house we do like the interior decorating all that kind of stuff and so now we're talking about those things kind of seem a little frivolous Especially when you're when someone asks you what your hobbies are, and you're like, I have no idea how I spend my time. But I think that it's cool to just be able to say, like, this is how I spend my time and I enjoy it. But I also think that there's totally room for learning new things like tennis or stained, stained glass. My new apartment is actually going to be by a
0: clay, clay studio, a pottery studio. Yes. Yes. Oh my goodness. We need to add it to the calendar.
1: Absolutely. Then you guys have to stay over at my house because it's, it's going to be a long way back
0: home. And now we are going to officially be in a long distance relationship as you move back to Brooklyn. Back to yeah. Brooklyn. Sorry, friend.
1: <laughs> hey, Siri, play Lana Del Rey, Brooklyn <laughs> baby.
0: Kiss me right before you go. <laughs> Summertime sadness. (laughs) Yay, congratulations. Already crossing one thing off your vision board.
1: Oh my God, it literally is on my vision board. Moving to Brooklyn was on my vision board. (gasps) Yep. That is crazy.
0: Hello, I told you, you have to sit with your friends, set those goals. When you gaze into the future. (laughs) A little light humor, (laughs) but how about you? What are, what are some new uh, hobbies you're starting? Did you put any on your vision board? I
1: think I, I put some like wanting to like start cooking more healthy meals. I don't know. I feel like I have like a ton of hobbies already. Like the podcast, going to F45, looking at the Whole Foods sale every Wednesday, (laughs) I think that maybe now that I have like this new apartment that I'm going to be moving into, maybe 2024 is the year of the DIY. Ooh, love that for you. Year of the Facebook Marketplace expert. Who knows? So yeah, I think a lot of my free time is going to be spent working on this apartment since i will be there for 35 years
0: honestly i'm so excited for you it's gonna be so amazing
1: you're maybe you'll move
0: down there soon with me to brooklyn i mean i won't get rid of it completely from you know a list of possibilities but uh yeah you can move to the lower east side not now not never here we go (laughs) no oh my goodness l-e-s never that is never absolutely not <laughs> you're like brooklyn
1: not now not never but l-e-s not now not ever
0: <laughs> yes exactly exactly mm-hmm.
1: but yeah so for me it's definitely going to be like continuing with f45 i might go crazy and try orange theory
0: okay who knows,
1: who knows?
0: you're a fake See, I mean, I heard Orange Theory is like the real deal, but, or the
1: real deal. The real deal.
0: The real deal. The real deal. I remember Dr. M. She praised. Yes. She,
1: like, sang Orange Theory praises. You just reminded me about that.
0: She would be there every day almost.
1: Oh, my gosh. And Homegirl was looking good. I feel like whenever people are talking about New Year's resolutions, you know, there's like the goals and uh, it can be finance. It can be just like starting new hobbies, but sometimes there are those healthy habits and you just reminded me about them when we were talking about fitness goals. So I'm curious, what kind of healthy habits are you indulging in?
0: Hmm, yes. I think my biggest one, just giving myself a little bit of more self-kindness and just saying, you didn't know any better and now you do. And you're learning that type of mindset where I'm just being mindful of my consumption, my consumption of my thoughts, my consumption of my eating. I think when it comes to eating, for example, I've been very intentional with my meals and I've been able to maintain a certain weight that I feel comfortable with because Mm. not thinking about it as I need to lose this weight and I need to eat these foods, I finally found what works for me and I do everything in moderation. And I think that's been kind of working. Some other things have been limiting social media and trying to read more. I was getting into this phase where I was telling you before, it just felt very repetitive, the things that I was scrolling through. Yeah. all oh, the Instagram reels with this music. It almost felt like I was in this, this zone of why am I consuming it so much? So right. Delete Instagram for a little bit, which was nice. W- what, are, but what's the intention behind? Yeah. You want something that's sustainable that you're going to feel good about long-term.
1: Yeah. I feel like I almost think about it, how I think about a problem at work are OKRs <laughs> our KPIs.
0: You know, I've, I've, told that to so many people and I don't know if it's just an us thing (laughs) it might be startup girly but honestly startup girly for life for real honestly that's how I talk to people I'm like what are your objectives what are your key goals like what are the results what are we trying to achieve what is the goal
1: what is the what is the why
0: what is your why Exactly.
1: What is the why behind here? Does that feel sustainable, feasible? Does that feel healthy? Then if so, we have to work backwards. Like, okay, so you want to get here. What are the things that you're going to be doing to get there? It can't just be like, I want to get eight hours of sleep. Okay. So Mm -hmm. what time do you need to go to bed? What time do you need to wake up in order to go to bed? What is your nighttime routine going to be? Mm -hmm. All those things.
0: Yep, exactly. And and that's the thing. You don't want to get stuck in just that inability to want to move forward because maybe you weren't consistent or maybe you didn't have those thoughts in mind. It's just like you have to keep trucking. You just got to keep moving forward and eventually that habit will develop. Like it's not going to happen overnight. You keep trying.
1: Literally. Yeah, like for dry January, for example. I had a drink at midnight. Does that mean I'm not going to be able to do dry january for the rest of the month because i drank new year's day okay we're gonna have dry mostly january i will say i did have a glass of wine when i went and saw poor things honestly do it oh i did
0: <laughs> life is for living another healthy habit i'm trying to and this is a really hard one this is so hard but avoiding procrastination mm. i I'm really trying not to be a procrastinator i'm a type of person i love to just tell myself i'll do it later i'll do it later because it's so easy to do but now again going back into that shift of mindfulness and just changing your mindset and creating a new mindset towards these things i literally tell myself out loud just do it yes you know what just do it you have to be like your parent
1: yeah you have to punch yourself in the face, tell yourself. I don't know about all
0: that, but yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Just just do it. Just, just do it.
1: Get it over with. Sometimes I like have to pretend I'm a different person doing something that I don't want to do. I don't, okay. is that, is that compartmentalization? What is that? Is, I don't know. I think that's a little bit of a dissociation. Yeah, that's a dissociative behavior. And my therapist is going to want to talk to me about that next week.
0: What are what are some habits you're trying to keep up with or start or still do?
1: Yeah. So it's definitely like being really good at just like being mindful of a budget. And I think part of that is being able to say no mm-hmm. to both myself and my friends. So while I do think that I'm deserving of a lot of things, I work, I always tell myself like, oh, he works so hard. He deserve this thing. And I do agree. I do agree. However, maybe not all the time. Maybe I deserve one nice thing a month. I should set a budget for how much coffee I'm spending. The little treats are starting to add up. So I think it's like telling myself no. And like while I still know that I deserve the thing, I also deserve a healthy financial lifestyle.
0: Yeah. I mean, whether we're conscious of the bad habits or not, I think the real opportunity is resetting the mindset Mm -hmm. or just granting yourself a little bit of compassion and just allowing room for you to be kind to yourself. Sometimes I feel like there's just so much pressure and it's unnecessary. Yes. But look at you giving yourself grace. I'm going to try.
1: Yes. I definitely, you know, telling myself no. And then I think one thing that is really hard for a lot of people is telling their friends no. Yeah, And, you know, there's definitely a 50-50 of living a little Mm -hmm. and then also like being responsible. And unfortunately we do have to be responsible. Like that Fucking sucks and I hate it but you do and I think if you just tell your friend like hey I'm really trying to stick to a budget this month can we like try somewhere less expensive can we do like what if we do this meetup tonight like I'm not going to be able to hang out for the rest of the month or like we can do like a couple of at home things just you know trying to offer your friend like insight into your life because I feel like sometimes on the receiving end of the decline, does she not like me anymore? Or sometimes like we'll see each other, especially this is again, like an Instagram issue. If someone has declined an invitation, actually I never think about this, but I know that people think about this. I'll post that I'm somewhere after declining someone else But it'll be because like I had these plans set months ago, I unfortunately can't decline them or it was free to go to this thing, Um, something like that. There'll be like circumstances in which I am doing something with someone else out and then I've already told someone no and then like that person follows up with me. And so, you know, if I had told that person, like, you know, just having an open dialogue and just like letting someone know, like, I would love to hang out with you tonight, but I already committed to this other thing months ago. And I know that's going to be an expensive night, so I can't, but we can make plans to do this next month, or we can hang
0: out at my house like later on this week, something like that. Communication obviously is key, but when it comes to friends and explaining, I guess, the why behind, saying no, Mm -hmm. then I'm already questioning a lot of things. I feel like I'm at this level or phase in my life where if you don't understand me or you're not taking or holding yourself accountable to ask me questions to truly, you know, understand, then don't just assume. We feel sometimes super entitled, at least, I mean, I don't, but a lot of people or society feels that an explanation is owned for when I'm with this person, but now I can't post because I told them no and I was supposed to be here. And so what? I don't care if your mind changes in the hour. You know me, I'm a person that I will let you all know straight up, I'm not for it. I think if it's ahead of time and I've already shared my goal with you, hey, This is, I'm saving for this month. I don't really want to go out. I don't mean don't invite me out, but if you already know that, please still invite me. But when I say no, thank you for the respect and understanding, that's all. So maybe, like, a little, because I also never want to pressure.
1: Not that I think that I'm responsible for anyone's thing, but I never want to peer pressure someone. So do you think, like, a conversation would be, like, hey, I'm so I know that you are, like, budgeting this month, but I just got this invitation to do this, like, super cool thing that I think you'd like. Um, Do you still want to come? No worries if not.
0: Exactly. You see, I, I really appreciate when people acknowledge what you've maybe communicated to them. I do see that almost a little bit as a boundary. Hey friend, I'm setting this boundary and letting you know I can't commit to however many things, but stay in touch. I'm not telling you to not be my friend, you know, but I'm just telling you so that way you have some insight into my life, like you were saying before. And yeah, I really appreciate that you mentioned, hey, I respect that you're trying to save, no pressure, but. And don't be a
1: bitch about it don't be like, oh, I know you're, um, pinching pennies right now, but
0: (laughs) my goddamn. It's like, all right, prompt the brakes. Okay. (laughs) Okay. You want to be your friend or not? (laughs) No, seriously. But I feel, yeah, I feel like we live in a world where, um, we expect everyone to just understand who you are off the bat or what your needs are off the bat. And so, you know, I'll share my goals with people like y'all and those closest to me. So at least you can all meet me halfway in knowing that, hey, this might not be aligned with my financial goals or KPIs or, or KRs, whatever you want to call it. But hey, if I say no, don't take it personal. Love you.
1: Yeah. For real. Yeah. It's again, I, I, this like entire episode has just been about the balance of it all. Giving people insight into your life to let them know that they are important to them, but also I don't need to tell you every single step
0: of the way,
1: but if you are curious to know about my thought process, feel free to
0: inquire. Exactly. And I also think that's, that's, that's a whole nother topic. You see how we've been having really good conversations this week? I had this light bulb moment where I'm realizing that sometimes it's very quick to exchange with people on a surface level, especially when texting of, hey, what's up? Or, oh, I saw this thing. I kind of want to engage in more thoughtful dialogue where it's like, hey, what are your thoughts on this issue? I don't know. Just more substance. That's what I'm yeah. looking and not saying that we didn't have that, but I had a light bulb moment where I just started asking a lot of people closest to me these random questions. And I just started putting more thought into how I wanted to show up for that day. And it's, it's been helpful.
1: Yeah, no, totally. I think that, you know, things were a little spooky um, in... <laughs> Um, when did Trump get elected? Where you almost didn't want to know your friends' per like opinions on things because you were like, I can't know, I can't know because then I'm gonna have to clean house. Um, but I think we are maybe back in a world where we can ask people the little not necessarily like Political points of view. And of course, if you do have a friendship where you can discuss those kinds of things, number one, amazing. Number two, go for it. I love asking people little scenario questions like that. And Mm -hmm. you just kind of go down this rabbit hole of like asking further questions. And that is really true, Emily. I like that idea of um, why am I not still getting to know my friends? You know, they always say that you should keep dating your like husband or your significant other, like always keep
0: dating them. And I always tell people, I always ask a million questions. I'm so curious. Tell me if I'm annoying, please. I was just that kid that always be like, but why? But why? But why? But, um, you know, I think. For me personally, I was going through a lot in my personal life with just like family and all these things. And I'm like, I don't want to talk about this. Mm. And I just want to, you know, clear my mind, talk about something else, talk about something more refreshing, get my mind a little bit out of that headspace. And it's been it's been so helpful. I've been having really good conversations.
1: Yeah. Getting the wheels turning.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Thinking outside the box. Boom, boom, boom. A lot of the time, though, when I ask questions, I'm just like, Am I right? But yeah, I think I also ask like questions about me where I'm just like, Was I a bitch during that situation? Could I have handled this better? Just things like that.
0: Or I guess new year, new habits, new hobbies comes down to a new mindset. I think mental glow ups are in, my friend. Yes. Whoa. What <laughs> it's not about the
1: foundation on your face, it's the foundation of you.
0: I was so random, but I love it. But no, honestly, mental glow ups are in 100%. I think I have had such a transformative 2023 and I'm so excited for 2024. Trying to be in a good headspace, you know, practice my peas, push and positivity, being intentional again, just practicing self-kindness with myself. I am an anxious, anxious individual saying, okay. and I think we all have a lot going on, you know, in our lives that we've been talking about. And I think what it came down to, we realized that we can't be a hundred percent at a million things. And we're just trying our best to hold each other accountable, being firm on our boundaries but really trying to take care of our headspace and ask ourselves questions. Because I think you even mentioned a little bit earlier how you were asking yourself like, hey, why did I think this? And what does that say about me?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think we're all doing this for the first time. This meaning living life. And there's no guidebooks. I mean, there are self-help books, but Yeah, I agree. I think being kinder to ourselves, trying new things, thinking outside the box, and giving other people that same kindness of balance and giving yourself grace and giving other people the same thing. You also need
0: to like be a little hard on yourself too. Boundaries, but also taking accountability. I think as long as you're taking accountability, you can't just give up kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier you don't want to get stuck in a phase of just inaction or inability to want to move forward and develop like new habits new mindsets and that's that's how you move forward I mean at the end of the day we know where we're all going yeah we, can't take, we really can't take life too too seriously I, mean, I know where, where I'm going early gates I was thinking hell honestly i just see me chilling with a saxophone on a cloud i feel like saxophones are also going to hell you know wow in a good way
1: saxophones are too sexy for heaven i think yeah i'm totally going to hell and that's where all my friends are going to be you wow you?
0: Are
1: you down to clown i don't know about that i'm down oh, to cloud fine we definitely have pizza and hell for sure
0: oh yeah oh yeah
1: brick oven <laughs> thanks for joining in
0: on this week's episode of not now not never remember it may not be for you now but that doesn't mean it never will be it's all about the progress not perfection